Introducing Bluehost Cloud, ultra-fast WordPress hosting with 100% uptime. Want a website with unmatched power, speed, and control? Of course you do. And now you can have all three with Bluehost Cloud, the new web hosting plan from Bluehost. With 100% uptime and incredibly speedy load times, your WordPress websites will be dependable and lightning fast on a global scale. Plus, your sites can handle even the biggest traffic spikes without going down or lagging. And with Bluehost Cloud, you get 24-7 WordPress priority support, meaning you're connected to WordPress experts anytime you need them. Not to mention, you automatically get daily backups and world-class security. So, what are you waiting for? Get Bluehost Cloud today by visiting bluehost.com. That's bluehost.com. The shit show. <laughs> yeah, that was a shit show. Okay, we're good. Oh my okay, gosh. Wow. How many episodes and I'm still trying to learn QuickTime. <laughs> oh my god. I- I'm we're all <laughs> still trying to learn. I think this is our what episode? 11th, 12th. Are we in? I think maybe we should do 20 episodes and then make that season one and then the next 20 is season two. Okay. I like because it happened. It happened so fast. I know. I know in our contract, it says that 10 episodes is one season. One season. Yeah. I mean, it's just like whatever. We want to be more like Hillary Duff, where she had 30 episodes in one season. <laughs> yeah. As yeah, opposed yeah. to like Game of So it's the new year. Happy Anything new year. different? No. no. Did, did you see the meme where it was like with Mer- from the parent trap and Meredith Blake is like looking at Hallie and um, yeah, what was yeah, the other yeah. one? And like when was 2022? I always want to call them Hallie and Chloe, but that's the girl band. Hall- it's yeah. Hallie and Stacy. No, it's not Stacy. Oh, my gosh. Let's see. Emily. I'm Karen. Hallie and I'm Emily. Let's see. Parent <laughs> <Trump> <laughs> characters. Claire. Hallie oh, no. and Annie. Annie. Annie, I never would have guessed that. I never would have guessed that. I'm Annie. No, you could have oh put the God. name Annie and Claire up next to each other, and I would have picked Claire. That makes more Hallie sense. and Claire. Well, Please. yeah, Claire, because she was from London, so they wanted to pick like a Londony Claire. type, like Claire. Yeah, but Hallie. they didn't do it. <laughs> they picked Annie. They, they did Annie. <laughs> they did like Annie the or yeah. If that was like an option on a multiple choice test, I would have picked Claire because I think Annie's <laughs> too obvious because she has red hair. Red hair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she has parent, oh, wait. parent problems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's, the, she's she's a real orphan. Yeah. Oh she my is God. a real orphan. So how how did everybody's New Year start off? I think that my New Year's Day was the first New Year's Day like ever that I wasn't like that hungover. Like I, yeah. I usually am like vomiting, like feeling horrible, but I wasn't like that. Or hungover. we're at PJ Wellahan's having mimosas, driving yeah. down the shore for a last minute Tuesday <laughs> bender. <laughs> One time Morgan and I, <laughs> it was our what? Senior year of college. Yeah. I was peak yeah. 270 pounds. And Morgan and I went, we went out New Year's Eve. Mm-hmm. We were real I think in crazy. Philly, right? That was like the dive bar where in everyone was Philly. like, it'll be so fun. All these tickets. I hate the ticketed thing. We can get into that a little bit later. But it was like, buy tickets. No, for get like, o- like- no tell, tell me about it. 
it was like get tickets for like McGillicuddy's and we're like yeah like this is the best option like everyone <laughs> like everyone's gonna be there all the whatever is that I'm what it's called McGillicuddy's something like that like so like an Irish bar and I wasn't expecting yeah. it to be like that Irish and that like much of a dive bar but we walk in and we're like Anthony and I are obviously like dressed up like to the nines and all black super fancy we're with a bunch of other people from high school um and we walk in and we're way overdressed at this dive bar but it was really fun we made the best of it but no that was next- my fault that that was my <laughs> Why? fault because, Why? It's because so i was like um it was the first new year's that i would ever spent oh, without we my family your house the day the, the for the pregame we were at your house which was really fun yeah, and it ended up being like a random eclectic group because like I loved it. Like Anya and Taylor and like all of those girls had gone like down the shore to do something with like Sean Cerrone and like those people and who we all love. And right. and um but so we were just like we're gonna have our own at home. Like we didn't feel like going to the shore. And I remember more like when I found out <laughs> that they weren't doing New Year's with us, we were like, remember Morgan, we were like at that where did we go that one random night we like went to miller's ale house in mount laurel oh yeah and maggie came yeah and i had found out that everybody was doing new year's (laughs) down the shore (laughs) and i was like outside smoking a cigarette and i was like you've got to be fucking kidding i was like they're all and morgan was like don't worry like we're all gonna do we're gonna anthony ran and he's like you'll never believe and (laughs) it ended up being like so fun so we had like kind of random people but it ended up being fun but yeah i remember connor mcteer was like wait i think that this is the wrong cat it was kavanaugh's he was like i think it's the wrong (laughs) kavanaugh's that we bought tickets to and i was like no it's not i was like it is not the wrong (laughs) kavanaugh's it's the correct kavanaugh's and he's like yeah but isn't that in on broad street and i was like no no no, this is the one with the party this is right right. with the tickets with the tickets this one you get the tickets to and it was like this random kavanaugh's like the size of my basement like so small in university city but it was so much fun. But the it was next so day, fun, yeah. the yeah. next day, I think Morgan, you were supposed to like go back home because then you're going to leaving back to go to Penn State like two days later, and we I stayed were like, over. Well, yeah, we were like, Let's Anthony. Just what happened was, I stayed over. You. Yeah. You were like, "Let's just go down on the shore," and I was like, "Yeah, I gotta grab a couple things," and then you drove to my house. There was a video of you walking into Chloe's room, like dancing, like doing. You were like doing like beep boop bop bop beep boop something like so goofy like we were so delirious and then we just like went down to the shore but what was, was the- in between remember we were like going oh. back and forth for like a while like we were like should we, we do it we were like we, Wait, should we just go down the show it was new year's day so like it was we new year's ever- day yeah oh my god and we got happened, down i think there. we were we were going back and forth when we were at pj's drinking mimosas because we were like the night can't end it would meanwhile it was like 10 a.m on new year's day yeah, we yeah, like, yeah. It, can't, it, it can't end like it's not the new year just yet so we went yeah. to pj well hands we got like mimosas and like cheeseburgers at like 10 a.m that's when we were going back and forth and then didn't we get down the shore and we went to like another restaurant? Yeah, yeah, we went down the shore. We went to another restaurant. I think we went to Robert's right away and got like beer. And then we like came home. We were like, well, what we went to like my shore place. And my mom was like, you let's stay in. I made meatballs. Like, we'll hang out. And me and Morgan were like, no. Yeah. And we were. <laughs> <laughs> 
we were like wasted. I was like, why don't people celebrate New Year's on the New Year's? New Year's yesterday. It was like we just weren't done with the, with the old year. We weren't done with the year before yet. So we well, went into yeah. Atlantic City that night. And we oh, were bopping. We were so Anthony, drunk. you know what? You know what night this was? The Vince with Vaughn the Wicked night. guy, with the guy from Wicked. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God! Me and Morgan used to do this thing. We got to start doing it again eventually. Yeah, we do. The world we opens do. back up, but like yeah. we would. I don't know if we can anymore. I I think that we might be too. It, it, social media. We was were big early back to then, the party. That big. Yeah, yeah, we got like, away with it. Right when we could, could. I don't know if we could get away with it now, but we would go up to people and this is like psychotic behavior. Like, you know, everybody's like, oh, my God, she's crazy. She ate a Twinkie when she was drunk. Like, she's psychotic. Like, no, this is actually bad. Like, like no one else is. No one else does this. No one else. Does. So Morgan and I would periodically. And you know what is actually Morgan? We used to do it at your school at Penn State, which like yeah, I don't did. know how you weren't nervous. So like in hindsight, I'm like that is like what if you <laughs> saw that person in class on Monday? No, I think well the thing is everyone was so drunk. And yeah, like, we gotta every, tell it what it like, is. And, we're and, like, yeah. Yeah, what is this? <laughs> Anthony, we're doing the thing where we like say the punchline before the story. No, but I'm anxiously awaiting to hear Good. what it is. That's I have ideas. Okay. Good. So we used to go to people and tell them that we were casting directors. Right, like casting recruiters a, for reality yeah, TV. For a new reality show. And and that our casting process is that we just went out and like saw gotta look at the area. Right. We wanted every, we wanted to see everybody in their like natural habitat. Like that was like the pitch. And for this <laughs> specific reality TV show, it was like it what was it like the real world university city, like you yeah, real yeah. world university park, like every, yeah, yeah. Oh and my then God. we were doing no, but then in Atlantic City is when we really started casting. That's when we really started recruiting. Was when we were in Atlantic City. <laughs> well, and, yeah, because no one knew us. No one. Yeah, knew us we went all. to Tango. Well, no, first of all, what was bad was I went at Maynard's, which I like see the woman all the time now, and luckily <laughs> I don't think she recognizes me because I was so fat. But I was like you, you. You'd be perfect for the show. We're yeah. looking to do a reality show about a bar. Yeah. And you look like our lead. You look like right. our lead character. She was like, me? Anthony was I like, mean, it's called it's called Dives, Drives, and Divas. You'd be perfect. Oh, my God. <laughs> we would like, just... But we would get so many numbers. People followed up on this. Like, I have yeah, my that, um, headshot. Yeah. Like, let me know your email. Oh, wait, I mean, sad. I think <laughs> I mean, that's when it would be heartbreaking. At, that's at when it would State, be though, sad. At Penn State, it wasn't like that bad because, like I said, everyone was so drunk and it was just like a quick ego boost for people. But no, like, at in Penn the real, State, it would, it, there were a couple of times, Morgan, where it got pretty bad at Penn State. Like when that <laughs> girl sent me her headshot and mm -hmm. like her acting portfolio and we had to like yep. look at it hungover and be like, oh, no. Oh, like, no. Anthony would go up to some guys and be like, so like, how would you treat the situation if like this girl like ghosted you? Like, what would be your top three, you know, moves? Oh, and no. yeah, it was so and he, Anthony was like so inquisitive. It was so funny. And like you could tell who really wanted to be a part of the reality show. They and asked questions. Well, no, the funniest was we were at that party that got raided by the police. And 
I tried casting one of the police officers on the reality show. Yeah. And I was like, you be perfect. We're going to do a show about police raiding college <laughs> parties. And she was like, me? me? Oh, my God. Yeah. I got to text my parents. Yeah, she's, like, my <laughs> she's like, you know what? My family always said I had star quality. <laughs> You're like, babe, no, you know, babe. Babe. But we did it at this bar, Tango, in Atlantic City. And Morgan went up to this guy and we were casting him on something. I don't know. We were casting, <laughs> casting this guy up. I think but, it was just like another, like, it was like a Jersey Shore 2.0. <laughs> like, so stupid. And we would, like, really get into the character to the point where, like, we believed it. Like we, Morgan and I would have like conversations and be like, that one would be good for the show right there. By ourselves, like no one listening. <laughs> <laughs> and then I would like literally be like, you know what? Wait, guys, breaking news. Something happened what? with Kim and Kanye. What happened? What? Oh my God. Wait, this is live on the air. Live on the air. Something happened. Oh no. Kim and Kanye are getting a divorce. Oh no, Kim. Oh, my God. Seriously, Kim? <laughs> Seriously, Kim? There are people dying. Yeah, there are literally there are people dying. And and wow. So this is the new. This is our first news of 2021. Whoa. Did they plot this? <laughs> Did they plot Why? this for the new year? New year divorce? New year? No nuptials? New year, new divorce. Oh, my God. Wait, Meredith Mark's husband from Real Housewives of Salt Lake City just followed me on Instagram. Oh my God! You I'm guys are getting like out. super fun news in, in this moment. Yeah. <laughs> do you see well, how she, Anthony? Do you see how she tags her husband in her pictures? Like, yeah, she's like, theirs. "Don't touch him." Don't yeah, think yeah. about it. So good. And then, do you ever like click on those actual Instagrams and they're mm -hmm. just like, it's like a picture of SpongeBob. And you're like, oh. Yeah, they're like not real. Yeah. But we wow, casted this guy, Morgan. You got to tell everybody what you said. What you said about your identity. <laughs> so. It was an identity crisis. He just didn't know it. Um, and at the time I was at Penn State studying, whatever, trying to graduate. And so we start casting this guy and like we're talking him and I just one on one. I was like interviewing him for the show, quote unquote. So then the roles reverse and he starts question asking me questions. And I'm like, oh, no, no, no. This usually doesn't happen. Usually we're the one asking questions like yeah. they don't need to know about us. So he's like, where are you from? And I'm like, well, I'm originally like from New Jersey, but like now I'm living in L.A., but I like, you know, study remotely at Penn State. Um, and for a while, like I was in New York on Broadway. And he's like, oh, and this guy's like, oh, my God, I love Broadway. Like, for, no, you don't. And he's like, what musical? And I was just like, wicked, you know. And he's like, what part? And I was like, I cannot disclose any of that. Like I was asked acting like super coy you can't disclose what role you Which, were yeah. role i mean like but like i couldn't disclose it it was like a non-disclosure I, I couldn't i could an nda if you will and so um he's wait like, so, so do you about, have is it your own name that you're using yeah we uh -huh. would use our uh -huh. full uh-huh like he, okay. he definitely went on my instagram and like saw me like partying at penn state Okay. For sure. Yeah. Why you were like I like yeah. No, I think that you said that you were remote at Penn State because Penn State was in your Instagram bio. Definitely. So he was like, "Tell me a little bit more about LA and like how you travel back and forth." And I'm like, "Oh my God, Will! Like it's just so 
crazy. No, 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 no. no. Okay, keep going, keep going. Sorry, I don't want to cut you off. Just like it is just so crazy. Like the schedule I have, flying back and forth, and performing and living and (laughs) studying, and I I wouldn't want it any other way. And LA is amazing, and the weather, (laughs) and I love the people, and I feel like I should have been born there, and all this stuff. And he's like, so do you? No, 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 no. So this is where I'll cut you off because this was this was when so that happened like that night. Okay, Anthony. Whatever. Like, so then it's like a month or two later. (laughs) And I was like visiting Morgan at Penn State in like the spring. And I forget why, but I was like on your phone for some reason. And like a name came, let's just call him Matthew. Like it came down. I called him Will. I don't remember, but Will. I I was like, who's Will? And she was like, oh, it's actually the guy that we met in Atlantic City and I was like the one who thinks you're in Wicked and she's like yeah and I clicked on it Morgan was like no don't don't read it and I was like Morgan and she kept the lie up and the guy was like so have you seen anybody cool lately in LA and Morgan was like yeah like Vince Vaughn was actually at the gym with me yesterday. oh my god Vince Vaughn this is like pathological. Like it, it was, was pathological, but I, I, I don't know. I guess I was just like entertaining myself. I look back and like, I'm really happy. It's a new year because I'm able to like really reflect on like, what the fuck were you doing? What the mm. fuck point was that? You know? Well, but the scary part is we're going to have much more of those. Mo- like you think that you have them now. There's going to be many more <laughs> in the future. Where we're going to look <laughs> mm-hmm. back and say, what was that? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, but, we're only human, I guess. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, unless you're a witch and you're in Wicked. <laughs> unless you're, you signed an NDA with Wicked, the franchise. Like, that makes uh, sense. I was always worried about, like, being a, like, then I started to get self-conscious. It was like, we're going to get, like, attacked online. But I had my first online attack the other day. Oh, no. Not my first. I've been, like, attacked, like, smallly online. But so I, my TikTok algorithm is, like, all just, like, people shitting on like alt-right people and like there is this trend that started where these like alt-right kids i don't know if there's like a, a hype house that's like all these like alt-right teenagers like and the hype house yeah but it's like separate it's like there's like multiple hype houses like, another like just, content house yeah and they're just yeah. like these alt-right like wild like white southern teenagers and they're crazy and so there's this sound on tiktok that's like <laughs> i bet your daddy's so proud of how his little girl turned out yeah. and and the boy was doing it and it was like guys it was like fathers to like so- sons who paint their nails and he was like bet your daddy's so proud of how his little oh. girl turned out and so i stitched it like stitched the tiktok and i was yeah. like okay what is your daddy saying about you, yeah, Hunter, when he walks in on you with your little ring light and your tripod doing your little dance right. on right. TikTok? Right. So, true. so I do it. All right. <laughs> Less than like five minutes later, I get a notification that this kid, Hunter, duetted my TikTok. Mm-hmm. Showing- wait, 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 I have a question. I'm sorry. Yeah. He duetted your stitch? Mm-hmm. Or how is mm-hmm. that? Okay. Oh, I know what you mean. Like, it's like your stitch and then he like goes and like goes on his way. Okay, showing that he didn't have a ring light, a ring light. light. (laughs) I got 
destroyed by these alt-right crazy teenagers in the comments. They were like, yeah, Buddy's over there looking like a middle-aged John Mayer trying to tell you. And I was like, first of all, that's a compliment. And yeah. second yes. of all, first of all, thank John you, Mayer, <laughs> If you think John Mayer isn't middle-aged, well, what the fuck am I? Am that's I- what I'm thinking. <laughs> yeah. Then they called me Captain Hook. They said I looked musty. Oh. They said uh, they said that I was living in my mom's basement making these TikToks. And I'm like, that part is true. And sh- <laughs> everything they were saying about me was true. Um, but yeah, that was my first online attack. And, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Is it like viral? I'm trying to look at it right now. No, it's gone. He deleted it's gone. it. Bye, Hunter. He deleted it because I commented and was like, well, looks like you proved me wrong. Like you don't. Congratulations. Have a, you don't have you a ring light. Did you applaud him for how I, heroic I he is? Up. I was like, you proved me wrong. And people were all like, bet you're real embarrassed now, aren't you? And I was like, not really. Like, bet your daddy's so proud. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then but then there was like a big fight that started in the comments because people were like, well, I bet you his dad is proud of him for making good content because his response was funnier than your actual TikTok. And then Hunter commented and was like, you have no idea what you're talking about. He accused me of having a ring light and I don't have a ring light. And I was like, Peace out, bitches. But then my mom was like, you're going to be arrested. (laughs) Why would I be arrested? There's so many other battles that are just like obscene. That just seems like, you know, kind of like brush it to the by the wayside. Another battle that's going on right now that we can dive into is Hilaria Baldwin. Can you give the audience a little bit of a rundown for those who don't know about Hilario? Hilaria. So here's what I think think Andrew you can chime in if I'm getting anything wrong but so he is Tom I'm already getting it wrong (laughs) he is Mark what is Alec Baldwin I'm resetting I'm resetting I'm resetting (laughs) Hilaria Baldwin (laughs) is Tom what the fuck is Alec Baldwin (laughs) Hilaria Cruz (laughs) 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 Hilaria Baldwin is Alec Baldwin's wife. Right. And everybody has always thought that she was Latino of some Spanish descent because she talks with an accent and uh, she does it very well. She speaks fluent Spanish and she's been on shows where, you know, she forgets like the English word for cucumber and stuff. But very Sofia Vergara. Yes. And over the last few years, there actually have been like isolated tweets and stuff where people are like, it doesn't make sense. Like there's something off about her that -hmm. nobody's really dove into it. So there's this girl, um, I forget her name, Tracy Morrissey. And she's actually been on my radar for like a long time because she writes about the housewives sometimes. So Mm -hmm. I follow her because she's like written some things about clients that I work for. So I've always want to keep my eye on her. She only had like 10,000 followers on Instagram. She decided to go on like a deep dive based on one tweet that she found that somebody was like, I know Hilaria Baldwin. She's not really Spanish. She her name is actually Hillary Thomas and she's from Boston. And so this girl, Tracy Morrissey, went down a rabbit hole pulling from Reddit and other tweets and just basically made a story compilation exposing her. And she went from like 10,000 followers to like over 100,000 followers overnight. This girl, Tracy. Basically, it seems like a case of like, what would you call it like cultural appropriation or like cultural 
what what is it yeah i would i would say it's cultural appropriation my opinion but like if you really listen to her interviews and stuff like she's never lied like the closest she's gotten to lying is when she forgot like cucumber and that's not even really a lie it's just obvious she knew how to say cucumber but they're always she and alec are always like lying by omission so they're like omitting certain key things from how they're they're like statements Mm -hmm. that lead you to believe something else. So like one in an interview, Hilaria was in, they said, um, so how are you Spanish? Like, um, like where does the Spanish come from in your family? And she, instead of saying, I'm not actually Spanish at all. She goes, my family's like very multicultural. Like I'm a mutt when it comes down to it. Like everybody is from all over. And like, that's it. She doesn't mm-hmm. say I'm not actually Spanish. It's like a half truth. Yes. It's like a half right. truth. So, so she'll be like, yeah, I moved to New York when I was 19, which is true. But True. it's like, where is it from? So yeah. she she moved from Boston, Boston. to New York. Oh my god! So she's, she's like, like yeah. yeah. But she says it in an accent, so yes. people think that mm-hmm. she's like not native. So what in Tracy's mind? Like, what was it about this story that was like so mind blowing? And what was like the point of exposing this? I wonder. Well, I think it's just like a shit show when it comes down to it. But I think that people are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you like how I slipped oh, that in? Wow. <laughs> um, to... What's wrong? I just had to crack my ankle, but I'm okay now. Oh, good. <laughs> um, I think that people are fascinated with people pretending to be something that they're not and then being exposed for it. Right. Like, everybody's biggest fear at the end of the day, I think, is being exposed. And... I think mm. people are constantly trying to. What do you? Who did that? I, who I, made I, that noise? <laughs> that, that was, was Andrew. Yeah. That was me. I uh, think that no, it's true. It in not in a it, like really we can trace everything back to realistically you being exposed. And okay, I, I hate that this is like my reference point for what I'm about to say, but there's a new like movie coming out. I forget who's like the star of it. But they're talking. It's a, this woman that pretends to be intoxicated and uh, unresponsive. Oh, I Is saw that. that. It's not Renee's. <laughs> it's like the good, like the best girl, a lot or something like that. Like a yeah, good girl and it looks really, really good. And there was something that really stuck with me at the end of the trailer, where like the guy is saying, like the worst thing that can happen to you is being accused mm-hmm. of, you know, raping a woman and. You know, then the woman, whoever this actress is, uh, she says that, you know, like, that's not the worst thing. The worst thing is Is being being the victim. Yeah. Yeah. And totally, totally. You're right about that. But I guess I guess even in a way, like when I say exposed, it's like being vulnerable, being vulnerable to the point where you are. And I guess in a way exploitation of your sexuality and exploitation of yourself is being is being exposed in like a horrible way right um but there shouldn't always be like a fear of that unless like you're fearful of you know exposure like i don't know what else to say like some people i actually love that trailer by the way that yeah they they have the dun 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 dun, it's like toxic Uh, as playing what what i like about it too is that it kind of traps you in with being like, oh, there's a crazy girl. Like, she's yeah. nuts. It's yeah, toxic. Yeah, like, watch out for her. But really, um, she's just exposing people. 
Right. What was that? It reminded me of that movie, the the trailer that we're talking about with um, the girl, the, the girl, Blake Lively. The, who? Yeah, who's uh, the girl? Simple favor. A simple um, favor. With Blake Lively and Anna, and Anna yeah, Kendrick. Simple, yeah, yeah, a simple favor. Yeah, I just looked. The girl that. that's um, in it is from uh, the Great Gat, the New Gatsby movie. I forget what when I say the New Gatsby movie is. She looks like Renee Zellweger, like a little bit. <laughs> she got, like that does same a little bit. type. But I loved like that very eerie, like those eerie trailers. There's another trailer I saw. Connie that... Britton's in it. Yeah. There's another trailer that I just saw looked really interesting from Disney Plus about like um it's like super spooky, like kind of takes place like in the future and the past, and they're like time travelers, and it seems like it'd be like a very like black and white romantic sitcom, but then it turns into like this Westworld type. Oh, I would love that. Yeah, I forget what it's called. Um, <clears throat> obviously, the good place. With... <laughs> no, it's obviously. <laughs> I'm bad with details. Hold on, let me try to look it up. The movie's called A Promising Young Woman. That's coming out with Carrie Mulligan. A promising, yeah. Um, yeah, that's that it. looks good. But actually, Andrew, that is that line in that movie. Uh, we were having a conversation. Morgan was there this summer, and it, it, yeah. there were these people that we were with, and they said. Um, something two along the lines of yeah they were like well there's two sides to every story and i was like do you realize like you only say that because of your fear of like being accused of something and they were like well that is the worst thing that could happen to somebody is being wrongfully accused and it's like no the worst thing that could happen is it actually happening to you right and, and nothing <laughs> happening and nothing yeah, actually right. happening to the perpetrator yeah and there's also there's also like that saying like there's no smoke without fire too so I think that's also important to take into account. Totally. And people, people well, not often... take into account, but it, it, it should count. No, exactly. Exactly. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yes. No, but people always make that argument about false accusation. It's like if you look at the amount of false accusations that have ever been made, it is literally like a point zero zero amount of percent in comparison to the things that have actually happened, which is like. I think it's like 99 point something percent of people are telling the truth when they make an accusation like that. So it's like, right. why are you so focused on that? Like little percent anyway, Hilaria Baldwin, <laughs> um, she's being exposed. And, but really for like, it's hard to explain to somebody because it's like, for what? And you may you brought up a good I was point Morgan ask for what, like, why would she be nervous about, this being exposed just because she's been like lying about it or does she think it's like very fabulous to be a little bit uh foreign she wanted to she wanted to get the benefits of like uh being like okay. a, a latina woman in america without actually like suffering any of the consequences of actually being uh a latina yeah. woman in america that's Got the it. way i understood it and the fact that she was taking opportunities away from actual latina woman uh yeah. is is the part that i i understand that people are very very upset with right. yeah i get it too yeah, i makes I, sense. I get it i i get it i i posted i regret doing it now i like posted like does anybody else feel bad for her because i didn't realize that she had like profited off of it like i always kind of thought that she just was you know alec baldwin's wife like i didn't mm -hmm. know that she was attempting. I didn't know that she was on the cover of like Latina magazines and stuff. I felt bad only because like, if it is true, like let's say it is true that like she was born in Massachusetts and then she did really live in Spain for like a while and went back and forth. Like 
statistically from people who have lived in between places like London and here or like Italy and here or France or wherever, they do adopt those customs because America is such a melting pot that really whitewashes a lot of people's customs. And so if you're going to a place where those customs are so saturated Mm -hmm. and so there, you are going to pick that up and stick with that much more than us because like Morgan, Morgan, Andrew, you know, we're all, you know, we all have some Italian in us, like whatever extent, like uh, European. Yeah. yeah, But we all just kind of act like white American people. And so you kind of, but like, I have a little bit of Italian, like I often, I was thinking about like how easily it would be able for me to get away with something like this. Like I, she looks, she does look like a Spanish person. She does have very strong, like in her jeans, right? No, it's not. No, she's not not in her jeans at all. Yeah. That's the thing. She's not Spanish at all. There is zero in her jeans. Her mother grew up in Massachusetts, Massachusetts, Mm. Massachusetts, Massachusetts. Yeah. yeah. So Morgan, like that's the whole thing, which makes it I such a shit that show. She, that is a huge shit show. I was under the impression that there was a little bit in there. For no, I thought so too. To pass, so I was like, wait. So she basically, she was the one that thought she looked the part, the Hispanic part. Yeah. Yeah, because she made mm-mm. she. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm-mm. But mm-mm. I think it's one of those things that like. She grew up, if it is true that, like, let's say she grew up and was going back and forth between Spain and here, she did develop a lot of customs. Like, we were talking about, like, she she was, you know, saturated with with those customs, if it's true that she actually did live there. Because we also can't find proof of that. We can't find not proof of it, but we can't right. find proof. But, well, you know, it's kind she, of funny. It kind of, it's reminding me of, like, the kids that went abroad. I never went abroad. I wish I did. I also just, you know, want to travel on like my own dime on my own time once I'm older. And people who came back from abroad, like there was kind of like this stigma a little bit where they dress a little bit differently. Yeah. They like kind of look down on like American food for a little bit. So, I mean, I just I understand. I mean, the cultures, you know, in Europe, all over the world, everywhere are incredible. And people I like when they bring it back to America. Yeah. And it's like taking that diversifying it. But anyway. It's like taking that to like the next level, like the persona of somebody who studied abroad and came home. (laughs) Like it's just like making it your whole identity forever. (laughs) But she like got very into like the certain style of dancing and like took those dance classes and like obviously that she was doing that before the lie, or did she make the lie and was like, okay, now I have to like follow through and I don't know. She obviously committed enough. Like this is like where in my head it gets so murky because like. Andrew and I were talking about Rachel Dolezal. Do you know who mm-hmm. she is, Morgan? Yes. She presented, so anybody who doesn't know her, she she um, she does blackface essentially, and and says that she's transracial. So she so she picks up black hair customs and skin. And I believe um, that since she's actually changed her name to, oh my gosh, what is her name now? It's something, yeah. It's, the last it's, name is different. No, uh, it's entirely different now, and it's oh, a no. much more. It's a much more a. Uh, oh my gosh, culturally African name. Afrocentric. Um, I suppose. Uh, I don't even know how to begin to pronounce this name, but it's available on the internet. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> See, so she she didn't take it like, I guess in like a way. So like 
Rachel Dolezal did blackface. Like she pretended mm-hmm. to be a completely different race. Hilaria Baldwin pretended to be of a different culture while also presenting as a white woman. But also thinking that she looked enough like what her perception mm-hmm. of a Latina woman is to to pass. So like Andrew said, reaping the benefits of having that, you know, quote unquote look both also passing as a white woman who speaks Spanish. Now, couple things. Her commitment to learning, like people who speak Spanish fluently as like a native language have said mm-hmm. that her Spanish is like close to flawless, like perfect. Interesting. And that is like a not a red flag to me, but it I think there's just so much more. I'm not defending her because I get what she did was so problematic. Yeah. But I believe from I think that you're right, Morgan, it's where there's smoke, almost, there's fire. Yeah. It's almost like surprisingly impressive. Yes. Like she yeah. has her level of commitment is that of like she really be- believes this. And I don't think was trying to really ever hide anything, which is why it was so easy to expose her, if that makes sense. Right. Makes sense. What do you guys think? Um, I think that. Yes, I'm like surprisingly impressed with how much she (laughs) molded into the culture and like reinvented herself. Like it's strange a little bit. Um, I mean, she took what we did with the casting director thing to a new level. She really committed to that role. I mean, we thought we were con artists, but here here is Hilaria. What's her her real last name? Miller. Thomas (laughs) (laughs) McGillicuddy. (laughs) Capital. I mean, it is great. It, it is it is really nuts. And like my favorite part is when Alec Baldwin in his video is like, consider the source. And it's like, you are the source. Like, yeah. <laughs> like they're the sources. Right. Consi- that's so funny. You're so right. Like, what does it all go back to? Obviously, Hilaria. She is the source. But he's, I guess, talking about Tracy, which is like kind of like wrong. Eh. I don't know. Well, what are you going to do? Yeah, what are you going to do here? I mean, I feel like this is like a very big deal in the way that obviously how it affected Latina women and uh, really just a a lot of a lot of women in general from Mm -hmm. cultures that are differing than just standard American culture. And, uh, you know, the lack of representation is like wild. And for them to like solely pick Hilaria Baldwin, who is really just a colonizer is like just crazy to think about well that's what like i that was like the main takeaway for me with this entire news story because when i first heard about it and like i looked into it a little bit i was like okay this is just like this is a silly story that really doesn't have like much like meat to it it's like not like a story that at its surface on and on and on and you just like discover and pick apart yeah like that entertaining of a story. Uh, and I didn't really understand like the gravitas of like why it was like that. Great word. Yeah. Amazing. Like major. Really. Um, but then like the more, the more I actually like dug into it, like I understood, especially after like the summer we just had where it was like so heavily focused on the effects of not talking about race relations and yeah the repercussions that can come from not actually like addressing them. And so, uh, and so like my initial response was rooted in uh, 
like a little bit like problematic where it was just like, okay, no, this actually is an issue and here's why, you know, because yeah, it totally. can go from point A to Z, right. you know, real quick. I think stories like this have different, um, like it's like an onion, like at, for, at surface level, it's like, oh my God, she lied and she was exposed. And then we have to question, okay, why is this so wrong? And why are people up in arms? And then the third part is like empathy and putting yourself in the shoes of people who were like affected and kind of like, what the fuck? Yes, so there's yes. so much, it's like, a, it's like an onion. And I think with a lot of these, um, uh, pop culture stories, that kind of is like what it's like. Like at first it's like a headline and then it's up to the individuals to like, dive deeper, do some research and empathize to finally kind of come up with why the story is so big, not just a headline. Totally. And I think that like, unless that's really like going back to what Andrew said too, like yeah. the, the, uh, and what you said, like the dangers of like not talking about like, <clears throat> like race relations and race issues will result in like me or Andrew, like looking at the story and being like, whatever, like who cares? Because it is right. so important to somebody else. But so like, that's why we should, when people are like, oh, why do you always have to talk about it? It's like, because it affects people differently. Like for example, like when, like for a while, postpartum was not a thing that was talked about with women, right? like ever. And, you know, when Britney Spears had her breakdown, it was just like a fun story for like people to like look at. And my it mom was almost like it was almost like, oh, my God, she's going crazy. And then people would label postpartum on it. Yes. Yes. But right. like somebody like my mom saw it and immediately without without skipping a beat is like postpartum depression. I know how she's feeling. Oh, my God. I can't imagine having postpartum and being on a scale like this, whereas you know, somebody, uh, uh, you know, somebody might have looked at the Hilaria Baldwin story and immediately their first thing is the mm -hmm. pain of women who didn't get that representation. Like they didn't even have to peel back the onion. Like, right. That was right. it. Right. So great. Point. Yeah. So like, that's yeah. why it's like so important, like that kind of stuff. And it kind of like, you know, this gaze over COVID thing that we were talking about before we right. went on air. Yes. You know, people don't realize the intrinsicies of this gaze over covid and why like why are gay men especially right now so willing to travel in groups of 20 plus and go to places when when gay men should know of all people that an epidemic or a pandemic is like the scariest thing you know, ever you know exactly right. why because like you've been have you been in like large gay no. areas no yeah. he's been yeah, because when you go into like large gay areas and I feel like weird even like talking about like gays over COVID because I have like a weird reaction to that as a as an account because like I understand like it's awful. It's like very bad what they're what they're doing and that they're putting other people's health at risk. But to mm -hmm. to have it sort of isolated on this one marginalized group of people. Yes. Yeah. Uh which they are awful, yes, but I, I am concerned about what could happen. Like I am seeing like the straight women that are following the accounts or straight men that, is, that are following this account. And I'm like, what is this actually doing for you where you're seeing gay men acting like a goddamn fool, right? And totally. it's like, and it's like, what is that? What is that doing for you when you go out into the world next and you interact with a gay person? You know, I get um, it. 
So, but like, I, I mean, like also the, when you go up to these like large, like gay spaces and you look around a lot of these gay men, they're just like completely like zombies. There's no, there's nothing there. All they know how to do is go to these cruises and these parties. And it's just like, it's, it's very sad because obviously it's coming from a lot of trauma that they all relate to growing up. And so Mm that they're all gathering in these places. And so it's really complicated. It's a little bit parallel to like studio 54 and like around HIV and all of those. Totally. It's kind of, it's kind of similar where a lot of these, a lot of these men, um, just wanted to bond together. They wanted to party. They kind of want to just like forget all the woes and the the discrimination and the hurt that they've been feeling. And they gather together, whether they know it's dangerous or not. Um, and I feel like it's not quite to that extent because I feel like we've, as a society, come a long way, but it's almost paralleled. What do you guys think? I think that's a really good point. I, need, I didn't even think about that. I think that I was looking at it very basic, either just like I was looking at people who were mad about the account, like specifically gay men being like that didn't have Andrew's perspective. They were just like, this is so wrong. Like we're pitting gay guys against each other, like whatever. But then I was looking at it from the perspective of like, it makes me so mad and so upset to see like all of these gay guys in these giant groups like who know what it's like so so deeply to be discriminated Mm -hmm. against and to be affected by disease and 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 to have that disease be incorrectly placed with just them as people like right have it be like oh that's a gay disease just like people call it the china virus it's just incorrect and so so it's like you know that hurt why would you conscious not only consciously choose to go on that trip but to post all these wild photos of you in these groups together. Um, But I never thought about it in Andrew's perspective, which is so true. It's hurtful for them that to be out there as a stereotype. Oh, all gay men just like don't care about it. So they just travel together or like for people to think about. I never thought of it that way. I think it's a little bit selfish on their part. Completely. Totally. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Completely selfish on their part. Yeah. But what I, I guess what I was saying was that like, I'm, I'm just like concerned about people with a little bit more narrow scope, you know, just like going in and seeing uh, a collection of gay men and they they might not know a lot of gay people in their personal lives. And so they can sort of like paint it this one stroke. Yeah. And and Alec Baldwin said, Oh, go keep going, Morgan. Sorry. No, no. I was agreeing (laughs) with Andrew. (laughs) Yeah. Alec Baldwin said like, you know, consider the source. And I think that, really what the page was made for was for other gay people. This gays over COVID page. To just was it supposed to be like a like, meme page? At it first? was like very niched, like okay. exposing gay guys traveling in big groups, but it got so big wow. that now it's no longer like a niche thing that was just made for one specific group of people. Now everybody's looking at it. So it is like tough. Oh my gosh. I'm sorry. I'm a little bit in shock. I'm sorry, Anthony. I really don't know what happened. I'm in shock because I'm on the page right now, like really gazing and looking at it gazing. and gazing. gazing. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not realizing that it's re- not even repost. It's just screenshots of exposure. Yes, oh, literally. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's like okay. For, yeah, for, for those of you who you know didn't know much about it, like I did. I mean, I heard about it, but I'm looking at it, and it, this whoever is you know running this account is just finding these big. I guess gaggle of gay guys and reposting it. I know. I was like so worried about being exposed on it, but like I have nothing to expose, but I was just like, oh my God, I'm not saying, well, no, because I got a DM. Okay. okay. Um, I, so like we, we went on like a very, we went to Rhode Island. It was a drive away. Incredible. It was gorgeous. And it was just the four of us. We didn't come into contact with anybody else. It was just us and like a little getaway. Um, but I got a DM from somebody from like a weird Instagram account. And they were like, I saw that your location is in Newport. Like, where are where are you from? Like, I think it because there's been a bunch of pages that have come out like copying gays over COVID, like trying to mm-hmm. expose people. And I was like, oh, my God, like this person's trying to expose like, me. You like they, recon for that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I was like, uh, and I blocked the account. And I'm like fuck I mean the only thing they can expose is a picture of me alone what's or so a picture of me and Dominic what's so frustrating is like you having that fear yeah totally. of just going to Newport with your family like not coming in contact with anyone not in like this huge group partying sweating whatever and you're st- and you know you're not doing any of that and you still get nervous like oh my god like what it's just sh- it's all and what <laughs> I know it's like really um, fucking crazy and and but here's the last thing that i guess we'll say about the gaze over covid and everybody being exposed online the worst thing to me and i i get andrew's implications are you know so 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 valid and i'm happy you brought that up because that's helpful for also a lot of listeners to hear and and give that Mm -hmm. perspective but i think that people having the willingness what gay straight whatever to post these photos of them in these giant groups is just so nuts to me because it's like, I'm thinking of somebody's mindset, like in Miami or in Puerto Vallarta or wherever, and you know, you're at a club and you're like taking your phone and you're just, you know, videotaping people. And it's like, what goes through their head right now? I mean, you can see, there are some videos that they've posted where like, in the video, someone's saying, hey, stop recording. Like there yeah. are people around that are like, they understand the implications of what they're There's doing. There's a brain in the group. <laughs> exactly, yeah. which is my point, <laughs> which is like what goes through that person's head who is about to post it being like, like it just shows like, cause well, I feel I'm like- I'm more interested in the brain of the person that is saying, hey, don't, don't record. Exactly, you're still doing the sin, right? You're doing right. the yeah. bad thing. But like you're you're getting upset because someone is filming it. I, it's right. just it's yeah. It's like you're doing it just to like cover your ass very quickly. Like it's like a band aid fix. Like the yeah. surgery would be don't go out. The yeah. band aid fix is is don't record it. Um, well, I, I could keep going, Mark. I was just gonna say I tend to think the person that's like you know videoing everything and like posting it of being with a bunch of people, it's just like a follower. It's a follower. They're being followers because other people are doing it. So because other people totally. are doing it, they think it's they okay. think it's all right. So I, I mean, I I think that I I think I understand that mind, Andrew, that you're talking about because it doesn't make them bad better per se. But I think I would understand that more because like there was an instance this summer where I like completely broke protocol, in like not a massive way, but in like a way. And I was concerned mostly about pictures because I was like, I know that I'm wrong. 
Mm-hmm. I don't want it documented because I know that there's people that might follow me that look up to me or might think that it's okay because I'm doing it and I'm immunosuppressed. So they might say, oh, he's immunosuppressed. He's doing this. It's fine for me to do it. And also the idea that like you, like I knew that what I was doing, that I was like coming home and I was going to be away from people for like a long time, like quarantining. Mm-hmm. And so I understand that. I I think I have more, not that it's right, but I understand how their mind is working. It doesn't mean that right. what they're doing is right or wrong. Mm-hmm. I just know what they're thinking. But the person who's posting it, Dominic made such a good point earlier because we were talking about this and um, he was like, I think that what they think when they're posting it is like, oh, all the sheep that are going to be so mad that I'm like living my life. But like really what you think when you see it is like, how stupid like nobody's looking at you being like i'm so mad that they're I'm having so fun jealous. and i'm not yeah. like you're looking yeah. at it being like okay yeah it's ass. very much like i watch it and very deadpan like i watch it and i'm just like okay like there's no like visceral i mean i'm just like i mean i'm not going to be near this person most likely and i know that's like pretty selfish to say but i'm just like no no not at all it's true. i mean you're not going to be near that person it's like it's, good luck i'm not but i'm not like oh <laughs> Like I miss like sweating and like being so close to like all these people. And cause there's this COVID has like, I think solidified that there are many different ways to live your life. Like it's Mm. not just like living and accelerating at all moments of every second of every day. So yes, I never want to hear. This is the one thing that I guess we'll close (laughs) out the gaze of COVID thing and exposing. I Mm. never, ever, ever, ever want to hear again. There's been a lot of things this year that people have waived the right to say for forever. One is people using religion as like a, well, the Christian way. It's like, "Mm -mm, you waived your right (laughs) to say that. The next (laughs) the next thing is when people talk about life choices, when people try to look at gay people and they're like, well, I just don't agree with your life choices. So I'm not good. Well, guess what? It's not your life. (laughs) Well, not your life. That's the whole thing. My life choice doesn't affect you, but your life choice to go be an asshole could possibly affect a million other people. So you've now waived your right to say life choice because your life choices are affecting other people. So this isn't to shame anybody who, if you're listening and you went to Miami and you partied or you went to here, 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 I don't hate you. I don't think that you're an evil person. I, I just think that it is not the smartest thing. In fact, borderlining stupid. Hmm. Well said, professor. What's the next? Is that what you're gonna say? Well, I want. I want oh, Anthony, you know what I thought you were gonna say? Is what, you what? never want to hear if you if you know once things open up again, we can see people a little more often. I thought you were gonna say I never ever want anyone to ever say I don't want to go out. Oh yeah, well that's the other thing. I'm not. Yeah. You're not allowed to tell me. I love that that whole like oh, rant. If you're somebody who so like funny. doesn't go out normally, then like fine, whatever. But if you're somebody who like. I know has been bitching. It's mostly for the people who are bitching about it a lot. People who are like, okay. oh my God, like, why is this closed? Or why is this closed? I'm like, well, guess what? When it's open, you better you're be there every day. <laughs> you, better be, you better be there every day. I don't want to, people are like, you know, it's so funny to me, guys. I have never noticed so many people are such social justice warriors for small businesses. It's so funny to me because it's like I'm looking at certain people talking about it and I'm like, my dad's a small business owner. I'm a small business owner. I, Anthony Larry, I'm a small business owner. 
everything gets affected by this. It's not fun. It sucks. But like I'm seeing some people advocating for small businesses in this way that they're like, well, I'm not anti I'm, I'm not a non COVID believer. I'm just the small businesses. I'm like, dude, I was with you when you literally were the meanest person ever to a waiter, when you were literally the rudest person ever to a hostess. Like, don't try to tell me that you care about small businesses. Just tell me the truth, which is that you want to go out and you want to hit on somebody in a bar. OK, just be honest. All right, let's do want to talk about common New Year's resolutions and why they don't last. Okay, one. Yes. These are the most common resolutions in America. Oh, you have them looked up, Anthony. I do. I The professor oh, is on so, one and did some I'm research. I'm so interested. Okay. First one is exercise more. Oh, okay. Two is lose weight. Three is get organized. Four is learn a new skill or a hobby. Five is live life to the fullest. Six is save more money and spend less money. Seven is quit smoking. Eight is spend more time with family and friends. Nine is travel more. Ten is read more. I only okay. have problems with two of them. Can you guess which one I have problems with? The first two. No. Oh, uh, well, that was a lot. I think. What do you think? What's your what's your reaction? My to thoughts the are my thoughts are all of these require a plan. Yes. <laughs> oh, all yeah. of these require a plan. And everybody listening, everybody in the world that I walk by, drive by, that I know, you're either a planner or you're not, okay? So uh -huh. if you're not a planner, this is why these things don't last. Okay, that's good. But that's to, good, change that, to change that, I think you have to recognize that you're not a planner and you have to make a New Year's resolution to become better at planning. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah. genius. That is genius. So the, again, there's an onions to all these resolutions. They're not just surface. Okay. Yeah. For my new year's resolution, I want to be able to, there's a, I want to um, learn how to stick up for myself more, or I want to speak up and speak my mind more, or I want to be a little bit more compassionate. Okay. I have to realize that there's a different way of living to do so. Totally. That commitment and plan to it and make that commitment and go for it. So with all of these, I just think that there's a heavy plan that needs to be put in place. And if you can do that, at least promise to yourself you're going to stick to that plan. And then boom, bada bang, you're going to, you know, do great in 2021. Thoughts? <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I was literally... I was thinking along the lines of if you are not the type of person that can like make lists and plans, then like forget any of these. Like, forget you, need it. To, like you have to. None you know of what? It's the person happen. who actually made that list may not even be good at making lists. Yeah. This is this guy, Brad Zomick. He's just a writer. He just, I mean, here's the ones that yeah, I think that I think that you can exercise more. That's normal. Lose weight. Fine. If you want to do that, fine. Get organized. Sure. Live life to the debatable. Live life to the fullest. I guess it's more of a mindset. Save money. That's not bad. Quit smoking. Difficult, but a great thing if you want to do it. Spend yeah. more time with family and friends. Travel more if it's not COVID. Great. Right. Um, and read more. Fine. I have problems with four, which is learn a new skill or hobby. Mm -hmm. And um, nine, travel more. Why? And do you I'm going to tell you. Strives with these. Yeah. I'm interested. You should never... <laughs> it's 
I hate when people are like, I'm going to pick up this hobby. It's like, if you're not interested in it, don't pick, don't it, pick up. it up. Like, yes. don't do it. Like right. people are constantly trying to force themselves to be things that they're not for like no reason. Like I could I, yeah. be like, I've tried it. I'm like, I'm going to try to get more into like football or basketball. And then I try and I'm like, this isn't, I don't, I don't you, like this. I don't like What's, it. What's funny about hobbies and what I've noticed in my experience is there was a long time where, you know, dancing was a hobby. It was also an extracurricular. It was um, part of my schedule. So I didn't mm -hmm. think of it as a hobby. And then like, obviously when we graduate and we start working and trying to like, you know, figure out who we are as humans. Um, totally. I was like, oh my God, like I <laughs> don't have a hobby until the shit show came along. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. And I'm realizing that like hobbies kind of like come to you a little bit in a way like it yes. has to be like a, it has to be like a harmonious unison it can't just be like a oh my god i love blankets i'm gonna learn how to knit because like you exactly. may not be good with you may not be good with your hands exactly that's exactly what i was trying to say you gave me <laughs> andrew, a, an example dude, that was how, so much how better. can you not know andrew shh let us have this. Just let us have let this us one. Have this let us have it. this one. <laughs> Please so don't give us. No, don't we're on a roll. Andrew, we need this. Yeah, let's okay. Go. We Go need off. this. All right. This is exactly what I, I, Morgan, you said exactly what I'm trying to say, which is if it's already semi in you, then it's not really like, for example, we do this, Morgan, you've always been an entertainer. You've always been, you know, this is just taking that and putting it into a different facet Platform. like right. it, yeah it's right. not like you're learning anything new or it's like a new skill it's like you already have the gift of gab. It's like you're building onto it like okay yeah same with you anthony like you've always been musical you could always sing you taught yes. yourself how to play piano kind of goes in line because you can you know sing while you're playing and then that transferred over into guitar, which is like a, picked up exactly. a new hobby. I just thought of another example and I'm going off on this because I'm going crazy. Yeah, like, go. Get, okay, so I the one thing I can think of as like a hobby came up my, in my mind, because I, I mean, I'm not a gamer, but a lot of people are gamers <laughs> or they play like video games, but it could transfer into like DJing because it's yes. like technology. Yes. Like there's like all these, or like if you like reading, it could like transfer into writing. Like, there's yes, like exactly. You can't just things. randomly think of it. Like I can, I can't tomorrow be like, I need a new skill. I'm going to be a basket weaver. I'm going to learn <laughs> like <laughs> for who? I'm going to learn how to be a shoemaker tomorrow. No. Yeah. Another now, one if that you I'm, like shoes, sure. Yeah, I mean, if you're always like into sewing, sure, it's a new facet. The one, one of the resolutions on the list that I kind of was like, mm, not, mm, I was just kind of like, I hope you're healthy. Is losing weight? <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> because we both you can have, have bad histories with that. You can have the goal to lose weight, but how are you going to do it? Because it's very easy to go about it in a very unhealthy way. Yes. So, are you, and it's the easy way out. So people who, you know, want to lose weight, I commend you for doing it the healthy way. And totally. And pairing it with exercising and eating healthy and yada, yada, yada. I'm, I'm not, I'm kind of being a little bit of a hypocrite, but I'm just no, saying like, no. I'm just saying with a lot of these resolutions, because they don't pan through is because it's not usually the easy way out. It's usually yes. the long haul and it's, it's a life change. Yes. One, 110%. Period. I agree with you. Period. I agree with you. I, I think you. that 
Andrew, I would like to now give you the opportunity to debunk yes. me and Morgan's claims. <laughs> no, no, because you you elaborated a little bit more um, because I was thinking that you were just like saying you're putting people in boxes and you were saying, you know, the things that you have already done at this point, you're you're good. You're done. You, yeah, you know, I commend people to find things that make them happy and make them more three dimensional. Absolutely. I just think that there should be it should be a natural coming of hobby. You're yeah, looking like, for like a connecting like through line. Yeah. Right. Yes. Or like going to build yeah. on it, not mm-hmm. just like a rant. And, and it, listen, if you randomly decide, hey, I'm like, but see that I'm proving my own point. Yeah. You don't like just... always want it to horseback ride or whatever. I mean, we yeah. all know that I did that. Keep going. I'm sh- <laughs> yeah, yeah. Horse girl. You're no, you're always thinking of things that you've always wanted to do. Like, I feel like people so often have pressure <laughs> and it just goes back to the same pressure of like the new year, new year, new me. no, you don't need to be randomly like, oh, I'm going to be interested in mm-hmm. making little wooden <laughs> figurines like. Well, then I think those things should become like there should be a difference between like a bucket list and a resolution. Exactly that. Exactly. <laughs> That's what I was going to say about the travel more um, travel travel. I hate that. That's my least favorite thing is when people's personalities are traveling. Fuck. Oh, Anthony. Yeah, we've talked about this like so many times, like one off. And it's wait, who is that guy that was like the originator of like the YouTube like vacationer? Like, oh, yeah, the fake guy. He was like, I'm going to travel. He was like, what was his acronym? It's his like YouTube acronym stood for something. He had some crazy account. Yeah, he was like young and he was like, this year I'm going to travel and I'm going to show you guys all how you can travel. And it's like Cody Ko was talking about it and he was like, "Okay, but like, don't you need money to travel? Like what you can't just make people like you need to travel more like then you need to work more to make more money to travel. It's not like we know a girl. I think we might have talked about this on here. Yeah, yeah. She was like so simple minded. And she was like, we were all sitting talking. I think it was like junior year of college. And we were like talking about like things talk- that we like wanted to do and yeah. internships and this and this substance. And she was like, I don't know why you guys are like talking about this. I just want to travel. Yeah. I just want to travel. Like, that's what I want to do. And I'm like, she really doesn't get it. Like she's like, yeah. <laughs> and I wish like, I want bigger boobs, but I need yeah. money for that too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or, yeah, you need money for that, too. I just think forcing yourself to pick up activities is never good. I remember intramural basketball I did. I remember I did the Student Library Association in high school. I was like, what the yeah. fuck am I doing? I do think it's good to, like, dip your toes in things that are uncomfortable for you. Yeah, um, me too. But realizing it's good, to, it's good to do that early on so you know that, like, what you do like and what you don't like and what you're good at and what you're naturally gravitated to towards... Um, I mean, I do have like an infatuation with like people like in general who are just kind of like, um, what's the word? Like a man of many hats, woman of many yeah. hats, just like people who can kind of like do anything. Yeah, totally. Um, but people who like are set in 2021 to like have a new hobby, like do it, do it with purpose, not just, you know, picking out of a hat. I agree. Your, I agree. Your many you. hats. Yeah. And you know what I think that people should do on purpose? Hmm. Subscribe. <laughs> Subscribe. Because you know what? We're getting to a point where you just got to fucking do it. And yeah. I know that we're getting to the point where, like, if you've been along with us this long, you're staying for scrub. a while. <laughs> yeah. And if you just need to like, like, listen, I look at our numbers f- from the show. 
I can tell that there's people listening who are not subscribing. Anthony, so, see. you're like in teacher mode right now. I he is. That. I love it. No, this is me. I'm the professor. I can see, I love yeah. it. <laughs> I can see <laughs> that you're, you're not showing your work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> All it is is about showing your work. Listen, subscribe. If you're doing it, thank you. If you're not, thank you for considering it. Thank you for doing it today. Um, Thank you, Ireland. Thank you, Ireland. We were number number three. I got an email from my charts.com. And you know what's funny is the way that podcasts are measured are actually like pretty hilarious because there could be a show that's getting like millions of downloads that's like number one, but yours might have like an extra influx of like 70 at one time and it like throws you up on the chart to like number three (laughs) next to that person. And so I was like looking at the Ireland comedy chart. And when we were number three and I was like, oh my God. <laughs> and Bob Saget was right in front of us at number oh my two. God. And so I was funny. like, okay, Bob Saget has like 5,000 reviews and we have 250, <laughs> like, which is great. Yeah, but that is it's great. Like, how did that happen? I hope people right. actually look at the chart so that they can click and find us. Mm-hmm. I've dabbled in it for sure. And as should you all. Yeah. Um, yeah. So subscribing, like I said, I know that there's a lot of commitment, like issues and whatever to podcast, but I'm telling you, it's just a notification to let you know that we're still still around, still alive and still kicking and still recording. Totally. And uh, we love you. And, and we love you. <laughs> and, and we love writer, you. And you know what? I'm taking over the teacher. Write a review. Write a review. Practice your essay skills. Make it very persuasive. It's not good name. Difficult. It's not that difficult. All you have to do is just write, 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 write. Do a little write in. Free forum. Do a little write in. Do a little free form, re free, freestyle, write in. Close your yeah, eyes. Express freestyle. yourself. Express freestyle. yourself. Express yourself in the in the review. All right. No well, thank I hopefully <laughs> nobody who listened to this today is too offended. But I'm offended if you're offended, bitch. I'm offended if you don't subscribe. I'm offended if you don't subscribe to our issues. Yes. All right. Happy well, 2021. We'll see you next Wednesday. On the shit show. The shit show. <laughs> yeah, that was a shit show.